episode number 39. Hi, you're listening to the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast with your host, Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help working mums like you to thrive in your careers and in motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversations with awesome women to help reduce the struggle in your juggle. Hello, hello and welcome to the show. It is great to be back with you again. We have recently had lots and lots of new listeners tuning into the show and so I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. I appreciate that you could be doing lots of other things. So the fact that you're tuning in to the podcast is awesome. I just want to take a few moments to give a shout out to some listeners who have taken the time to leave a rating and review. So we had a five-star review from Comeback Girl, Laura Izzard, and she said, I'm a mum and a career person and an admirer of Janine's work she's nailed it again with the podcast thank you so much Laura that is such a lovely review another one that we had came from Daddy Daycare and they said Janine shares great insights and tips for working parents who are juggling work and family life the guests that she interviews and the information that she provides is really useful and practical if you are a working mum I would recommend listening to the show thank you so much Daddy Daycare it is awesome to get these reviews I really appreciate it when you're sitting behind the mic you never really know who's listening or how people are receiving these episodes so it's great to have feedback so if you are enjoying the episodes then please do head over to iTunes and leave your rating and review because the more reviews that we get the more people will find this podcast and be able to join in the conversation okay on to today's show so today we're talking about playing to your strengths to find work that you love Have you ever found yourself feeling like a square peg in a round hole, if you know that expression, where you look around and you feel like you don't really fit in where you are, you don't really fit in with what you're doing? Well, today's guest experienced that when she and her colleagues took a personality test. So many of you might know about the Myers-Briggs and she took the personality test and the person who was facilitating the test and the workshop she was attending um, looked at all of the results and said, oh, you all fit in this quadrant here but wait who is this person who's all the way in the other side of the quadrant and it turned out to be today's guest because what she was doing was not well aligned with her personality and so she she's sharing with us how she went from working in the healthcare sector for 11 years to transitioning into running her own business in the social media space so it's really interesting to hear about Louise's journey so without further ado let's jump into my interview with Louise Brogan. Hi Louise thank you so much for being with us today I'm so excited to have you on the show please could you introduce yourself tell us a bit about you. Thanks Janine Um, I'm really delighted to be on the show today so my name is Louise Brogan I am a busy mum of three Um, I live just outside Belfast in Northern Ireland and my business is called Social BNI and I help small businesses and entrepreneurs with their social media and online marketing. Awesome I love to learn about online marketing and social media because that's, that's all very important to me. But before we dive into your business, um, can you tell us a bit about your journey in terms of um, motherhood and what your career looked like before you became a mum? Oh my goodness, yes. So I, um, I actually left university with a degree in geography and didn't really know what I was doing with it. So ended up kind of going backpacking for a while and traveling before coming back um, and getting a master's in computing and information systems. So I got a, a really brilliant job working for BT, actually, as a software engineer. 
for about two and a half years before my then fiance and I went off around the world again for a year, came back and I decided that I wanted to change paths and go and work in the public sector and do a bit of giving back. So I worked as an IT project manager in the health service for 11 years. But after my first child was born, I was about 31, um, I went part-time. So I was part-time for about seven years when I had the kids. And being part-time in the health service has its limitations in terms of progressing through the career path that I wanted to progress through. Kind of very long story short, I couldn't go past the level that I was at unless I applied for a full-time job. And I didn't want to do that when my kids were so young. So I started to create what people, the Americans call the side hustle Mm -hmm. and started my business on the side, um, helping people with their social media. And after two years of doing that, I was in a particular sticky wicket at work Um, really frustrated with lack of progress and frustrated with the lack of opportunity for somebody who's pretty, I'm pretty ambitious person. Um, And my husband just said to me, right, that's enough now to just leave, leave that job. They don't appreciate you. Just leave that job. And you've done, you know, you've built your business to a point where I think we can make a go of it now. So I quit my job that month and I, that was like three years ago now and I've never looked back. Wow. That is so amazing. I love it. I love it. I can totally relate because I'm, I'm a lawyer, but I also have my coaching business that I run on the side and I trained and did my coaching, my coaching qualification on the side as well. I can relate to that whole, your kind of building a portfolio career so you're doing one thing but then you have your business and then your business gets to the point where you're like I can actually I can actually do this yes as my main my main thing and that's that's really really great and really inspirational yeah no absolutely and that was always the plan I mean my my father had his own business um when we were growing up as kids and he always said to me never work for yourself always get a get a job and then when you can leave your job at the end of the day and just forget about it yeah I absolutely love I love entrepreneurship like I will say, Janine, at the start, it's really, really hard trying to build up a business and have a job and have three kids. And when I look back now at some of the times in those couple of years when I was doing all of it, I don't, I don't really know how I coped with it all, to be honest. Yeah, I think when you're in the thick of it, because right now my son is three and my daughter's one. Mm. And so people say to me, what are you doing? How do you do all that? What, when, do you, yes. when do you fit all the time in? And I say, I just don't watch TV. I just basically <laughs> don't watch TV. I put my kids to bed and then I start working on my business and then I'm working in the day and doing all sorts. But I guess when you're in it, you, you just make it work. And then when you look back, you're like, that was crazy. But but we made it work. <laughs> yes. You can look forward to where I am now and know that it will work out. <laughs> yes, you're, you're my inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> um, I also picked up on what you said around um, how you decided to change paths once you were traveling. Um, after, you, after you went tra- traveling and you came back, mm. um, I went to what what really sparked my desire to do something outside of the law was after I went on a mission trip. So I went to Africa and was helping in two different countries and we were doing legal training to people there. But when I came back, I felt like I was able to make an impact. And then I was looking for ways that I could continue to, to kind of make an impact on people's lives on a personal level. Was that, was that your experience? Was it the traveling that made you come back and and the things that you were exposed to that made you come back and say, actually, I want to do something that's maybe helping people a bit more when you were working? Yeah, well, it was a couple of things. I mean, if I look at my, 
when you look back at things in my family, I have a, two sisters. What one's a social worker, one's a teacher, and my brother is a nurse. Mm. So we're all in the kind of helping careers, if you like. Yeah, and we're caring careers. And to be a software engineer, I have the passion for the tech. I mean, that's one of the things that helps me in my current business is that. I am quite into the geeky stuff and the, you know, the techie side of things. And one of my key strengths, I think, is that I can explain the tech and the software mm. in terms that people will understand without baffling them. Yeah. But whenever I was in BT, we had, it was really funny, towards the end of my time there, an external group came in and did the Myers-Briggs process with us. You know, when you get your personality, yeah. whether you're extrovert, introvert and all that yeah. stuff. And at the end of the session, the guy who was organizing the session said, so you're all mainly over in this quadrant here. And he says, who's this way over here on their own? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's me. (laughs) And he said, I'm not really sure why you're here. (laughs) And I thought, do you know what? Neither am I. Oh, Um, that's brilliant. Yeah, but whenever I went off traveling, yeah, it's just, it gives you a real space to really think about what you want to do in life and what you actually want out of life. And um, I thought, I don't really want to be in, in this corporate space. I think I, I want to do something where I, I think I can hopefully make a difference to people's lives. Mm. Like 11 years, I think, in the health service is long enough for anybody because you will find out if any, if any of your listeners work in the health service, you know, there's a point where you just get fed up banging your head off a brick wall. Yeah. Um, and now I, what I do is I help other small business owners. So I'm still helping people um, and providing help, but it's not within um, under somebody else's remit. And there's no, the only people placing limits on how far I can take this is myself. Hey, hey, hey. I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one-to-one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to but are struggling to get there because you feel as though you're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible, you know that you need to show up more, you understand that creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals but you don't quite know how to make it happen and for you I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high-touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean, LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep come up with your personalized strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you.
Yeah. And I, I absolutely love what you said around, you know, taking that time to, to find out what your personality type is when you did the Myers-Briggs. There's other assessments. So there's the Strengths Finder, there's Myers-Briggs, there's a lot. But taking that time to, to get that level of self-awareness is really helpful, especially when people are in a space of feeling like what they're doing right now might not really be what they want to do long term, but then they get stuck and say, well, what else would I do? Mm. So starting from a place of, okay, so what am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? That can really help you to, to, to weed out what's probably not a good uh, avenue to pursue and then highlight what might be an area that you want to look into. So I think for anyone who's listening, who's at that transition stage or at a crossroads, then what you did is a really good way to start. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, I really strongly believe in personal development and lifelong learning. And I think it's what really fires me up as well. You know, like I'm, I'm in my early 40s now. And uh, my husband shared an article with me last night about a guy in his 50s. He's a surfer. And he was just saying, you know, challenge yourself every day. That's what keeps you young. Yeah. Keeps you motivated, keeps you moving forward. Like, you know, don't say, oh, I'm too old for such and such. Just, you know, give it a go and keep moving on. Yeah, absolutely. I spoke to someone um, a little while ago and she literally reinvented her career every decade. <laughs> so she was... Not Madonna. <laughs> no. <laughs> she started off as a lawyer and then she went off to France and her and her husband built this whole ski business and then she came back and retrained as a coach. And it was just so interesting to hear mm. about her journey and her life. And I think that we should not pigeonhole ourselves when it comes to our careers. We should say mm. there's, there's so many options and so many avenues. You don't have to make a decision and stick to it if you don't want to. You can explore so many different things. And I think for me, when I became a mum, there was something about having a, a child that, that, that I felt like, if I can do that, then I can do anything. And so I can grow a human. So surely I can, I can launch a business. <laughs> and so speak to me a bit about motherhood then and how that's kind of changed you and how it fits in with your current business and how life looks to you. Well, I mean, the kids are my priority, 100%. And I think having, when you work for yourself, the best thing about it is that you can be flexible around the kids. So my three are now at school, all three of them. Um, but when they weren't, you know, when I started out, you know, if my wee one was at nursery or my mum would take them for me, but I would just do the work around them, you know, as you, like working in the evenings. And I don't have to do that so much anymore. But when I first started out, um, yeah, absolutely. Working around the kids, like even now, my youngest two, get out of school at three o'clock and I tell you what whenever you get kids into school and you get them all finishing school at the same time it is amazing because for a while we had you know maybe one finished nursery at quarter past 12 one finished school at two one finished school at three and you're just running and running and running and you know you only you only got your three hours in the morning to do any work whereas now they're they're all in school at least till three o'clock so that gives me a good window to get my work done um, but then I, you know, then I join tools and, I, and I'm mum and I'm doing homeworks and I'm taking them to gymnastics and swimming and like, you just wouldn't get that in a job. Yeah. Flexibility. And, and with that, with that kind of building your own flexibility, I think it's, it's gold. I, I absolutely love being able to, to pick up if I need to, when they go to bed or not. Mm-hmm. And um, just knowing that there's, I have autonomy and I have control over over what I'm doing so that's that's brilliant how do you so how do you work with your with your clients so you help people with social media and and building uh, their businesses so how do you organize your time so that you're servicing your clients when they need you or do you just 
Do they just know? Like, how does that whole whole bit work? So when I started this business, I would have managed other people's accounts for them. And I really have changed overnight and I train people how to do it themselves. Okay. So I do have a couple of clients who I still manage accounts for, but it's a very small number. And I would say that the majority of my income comes through um, going out and delivering workshops um, here in Northern Ireland. And also I have a membership site that I've built up that I deliver training to. So for example, we're, we're talking at lunchtime um, today and this morning I had a masterclass with my group um, at 10 o'clock. So I know that I want to schedule the work for my for my clients and for my audience to be during school hours. So if somebody said to me, can you come and meet me at half past three on a Friday? I would have to say, no, I can't. I can't do that. I'm really sorry. Um, can we find another time that would suit better? And, you know, if they can't, that's okay. They're not the client for me. Yes. And I think a lot of my clients, a lot of the people who are in my membership are probably quite similar in that they are um, a lot of, not all of them, but a lot of them are, are mums who have kids and they it suits them to learn um, in the time when their kids are at school as well. Yeah. I love that. So it's making sure that you're, you've got your boundaries set and then mm. you can then align everything so that the types of clients that you attract are the ones that are going to work for your boundaries and then you also work well with them because they have a similar schedule to you. So that's really good. No, I saying, that, saying that, I am out tomorrow night um, at a networking event and I was out last Wednesday night at a networking event and I have to, in terms of those, I mean, I'm very lucky. My husband and I live together and I know that's not the same for every and family set up. But I have to say to him, look, I'm going to be out for the next three Wednesday nights in a row at work events. And can we schedule around that? And, you know, and that, that can be really tricky, especially in the winter time when the kids have got, you've got guides and cricket and beavers and all these things. And you have to make sure that everybody's covered for lifts and pickups. And that, that is a challenge. Yeah. Um, but as long as we, we have a rule, as long as it's on the calendar in the kitchen, then it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We have a calendar in the kitchen. I tend to forget to put things on it sometimes. But yeah. um, it, is, it is good to have a central hub where everybody knows this is where all the information is. Yeah. Especially if you've got multiple children mm-hmm. that have so many different activities as well. Mm. Um, so in, in relation to your family life and, and your, your children, what kind of advice would you give to anybody who's just getting into it? So they're just getting into motherhood. They're just figuring out their career after and what they're going to do. Do you have any, any advice for them around how they can approach things or things that you've learned that you'd like to share? For new mothers, I would say don't stress too much. Everything will work out everything should be okay. You know, you can get yourself into a real stress and and get, you know, especially when your kids are small, you're not maybe getting enough sleep. And there's no, you know, to me, having your own business, especially, it's a a marathon, it's not a sprint. Mm. And I think if you have small children, whether you have a career or you have your own business, it's okay to say, do you know what, for a few years here, I'm just going to take my foot off the pedal a little bit. And then when the kids are a little bit older, I can put my foot back on the pedal. Not not to stress too much. Don't beat yourself up about things. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. I think that it relates both to if you have your own business or if you're in your career, it's good for you to kind of keep your foot in so you're still doing 
stuff mm-hmm. but it might mean that you change the type of role that you do you start working part-time you're not taking on as much or it's not as full-on but then know that you're you're doing something so that when you do want to ramp things up when the kids go to school then you've you've kind of kept yourself in or yeah. you're building your business you've been doing it slowly on a slow burn so I think it, it's good to kind of think of it like that as opposed to the all or nothing approach which I think some people take where they say oh I can't figure it out so I'm just gonna quit and then think about it when the kids are in school mm-hmm. but sometimes that, that that might mean that it's a bit more challenging to get started again so it's quite good if you can manage it to kind of figure out a way that you can balance both as you're mm-hmm. going through absolutely and it's absolutely fine to outsource kids as long as the kids are clothed and fed mm. they don't mind going to a childminders a couple of afternoons a week yeah Childminder probably has better toys in their house than you do anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. So don't feel guilty about that. Give them variety. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so if, if people wanted to learn more about you and your business, where would they find you? And um, can, you, yeah, can you share with us where they would go and what they would find? Absolutely. So I have, my website is socialbni.com, which is buzzybee.com. Um, I have a free Facebook group called the Social Beehive that you can find. I'm all over social media as Social BNI, um, LinkedIn as Louise Brogan. And yeah, they're very welcome to come and check out what I've got going on. Um, If they want some help with their social media, I have a free five-day course on how to start using Facebook on my website. And I also have lots of blog posts that would help you get started as well. Awesome. I would definitely, definitely be checking those out because I need help with social media. So we might need to chat after this. Final thing is I I love inspirational quotes and uh, I often ask people whether they have one that they could share so a saying or a quote or a mantra that has impacted you that could inspire somebody else absolutely my favorite thing about online marketing is the network and community that you can build up around yourself so my favorite quote is a rising tide lifts all boats So if we all help each other, give a little bit of a hand up to each other, we can all progress together. I absolutely love that. And the funny thing is, the last person that I interviewed for the podcast gave me exactly the same quote. So there must be something in it. Oh, it's my favorite. I love it. I say it all the time. It is wonderful. I always talk to people about the importance of networking and the importance of having a strong network and Mm. just being social. And especially as women, I think we need that support. And it comes in so many different shapes and forms. and so, yeah, we need to definitely be be leveraging all that's out there to, to make sure that we have a strong um, networking community around us. Absolutely. Oh, I forgot to say as well, Janine, for your listeners, I have a podcast called The Social Bee Podcast. Oh, um, great view women entrepreneurs that's definitely another way to connect with me oh awesome i will check out the podcast i love podcasting um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today i've learned so much about you your journey and i'm sure that the listeners will be inspired so thanks a lot louise thank you janine thanks for having me on your podcast my pleasure It was great to speak to Louise and hear about her journey into entrepreneurship and how her schedule looks very different when they were younger and how she's able to spend more time in her business now and how things have grown slowly but surely over the past few years. So I think it's uh, encouragement to anyone who is thinking about launching their business while raising a family. It is totally possible. And for those of you who are in your careers and you're at a time of transition, I really suggest that you take some time to do what Laura did in terms of reflecting on what was important to her, what she really wanted to do, what she liked doing, uh, taking a personality test and just really uh, taking some time to figure out what your strengths are so that you can make sure that the work that you're doing is well aligned with your strengths and that's more likely 
going to lead to career fulfillment. So I would encourage that you take some time to do that. And if you need some support with that, that's something that I definitely help my clients with. So do reach out to me and we can book a call and see whether or not I can um, assist you in moving forward in the next phase of your career. If you'd like to connect with Louise and learn more about what she is doing, I will put the links to her website and social media handles in the show notes. So head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash episode hyphen 39 to grab those links. All right. It's been great hanging out with you. I'd love to hang out with you more and learn from you what your insights were from this episode. So why not head over to our private Facebook group? It's our little corner of the internet where working mamas are coming together to connect, encourage one another and learn from each other as we build careers that we love whilst raising a family. So if you want to join the group while we're still accepting members, then head over to www.lightboxcoaching.com forward slash Facebook and then you can request to join our free community. As I said earlier, if you are liking the show, then please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And that's all from me this week. I will speak to you again next week. Bye. This podcast features music from Ben Sound.